friends. It's good to see you again. I'm Brian. And I'm Joe. Let's, Let's start, start the show. Mm-mm-mm. Like a good cup of coffee. Yep. We're, oh. ready. We're ready for episode number five. Zero. Five zero. We made it, y'all. We, we made it. <laughs> I like the uh, volume modulation. Thank that was you. Good. That was I good. don't know. I don't know what they call that. It's like tremolo. I think. So speaking of tremolo, oh, I'm ready. Thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. I'm trying, as you know, I'm trying to start another YouTube channel or a YouTube channel okay. because if you look up Joe Ryan, you won't find anything. I'm like not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not good out there in the digital world. Right. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna do these uh, gear reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'll do that. And uh, I got, I've got all these pedals out. And I was like, okay, so what would I say about this pedal? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I mean, it's not like I know everything about it. Like, And, uh, and then it hit me like, oh, this is going to be more work than I thought it would be. <laughs> right. I have to do research on these dumb things and be like, what would what would uh, even other people use these things for? Because that's what I like. You, you tune in. You're like, what's this bow for? What are they using it for? Who's used it on what? And yeah. then what can it do for me for how much money? Right. Right. So anyways. But you, I mean, I think what most people will be coming for, though, in a gear review like that, is your specific use and thoughts on it. So I'm gonna, um, <coughs> I'm gonna just, I'm going to try one right now. I'm gonna do a, a review on my own finger analog tremolo uh, that I use on our podcast harp, which is, I mean, kind of an OG sound. Okay. Okay. Here it goes. First of all. It works on even the scary sound. I was going to say, like, the scary sound just went for no reason yet again. I think I pushed it. I want to say that I pushed I, it. I, I was don't... watching. It didn't look like you pushed it. <sighs> Try it okay. again. Yeah. See? Ah! See? It's the ghost, man. It's doing both. Okay, now switch over to the other the other bank. Find a noise on there you want and see if the trumpet plays. Okay. Because that's, that's in that same button. I'll just do the, the beep. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So there's there's a problem with that button. Yep, I think we're having a, um, there's a bug in the system. Or like, there's like dirt in there or something, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to call up the people and be like, hey. Roadcaster. What do we do with the warranty? So that happened what last What happens time. if you do this? Okay, so it's just that bottom button. Yeah, maybe the one next to it. I'm sorry, try again. <laughs> That's appropriate. <laughs> that is appropriate. No? Yeah, and, uh, so, and so it's just, and it actually turned it off too. Whoa. Maybe they're linked. Are they supposed to be linked? No, they're not linked. Something's happening on the circuit board underneath. Tap to edit a sound. Tap button to edit a sound. So I think what we're going to have to do is remove the sound off of that button for now. And like there's nothing there, so nothing plays when it goes off. Okay. Anyway, welcome to to the world of podcasting. We always bring you in on the, the backside, you know. Yeah, we do. I mean, you're hearing the magic happen as it happens. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, you're you're fixing it. Yeah, you just removed it. I think. That's good. I'm going to get this one out of there, too. Because it said right at the top, tap to edit. And I was like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, but you're telling me the thing I can't do. Okay. Cool. Check me out. All right, now now let's try the harp. Or okay. why is the whole board out? Yeah. Oh, bank three. Oh, you were on the wrong bank. There we go. Okay, here we go. 
So, welcome, listener, to episode 50. You hear how it goes in and out the like tre- that? Tre- treble, tremolo. tremolo. The, the tremolo. It's tremolo. like a volume that goes up and down. And yeah. I'm doing it with my right index finger. And um, that was made in America. So Your right index finger was? Yep. Yeah. And analog means just not digital. Yeah. You know, like a digital watch. And it goes with the digital stuff on it mm-hmm. is uh, different than the one that just has the hands that goes tick, tick. That's, mm-hmm. that's analog. Mm-hmm. It's like the difference between a CD and um mp3 no a um cd and um a record a record is analog they both spin that's true but one so on the cd you've 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 converted the the analog sound so analog is just like real things that happen in life so my voice is an analog sound Mm -hmm. but then it's getting caught with this microphone and there's a diaphragm in there that's um vibrating then and creating a, a, a electronic pulse that's being sent to the um, digital mixer that then gets converted into ones and zeros. And uh, in the conversion of ones and zeros, and then to our ears, we lose just a bit of information. Mm. Yeah. So that's why people like records, because you don't lose that bit of information with the transfer. I think... I think um, I nearly did that right. I know you audio yeah. files are out there like, no, you've missed a step. But it's it's basically come on. I know right. there's <laughs> well, and I'm I'm you know I've learned something now, and then also just amazed at what technology can do. Yes, it's it's pretty amazing because it's like the different files. You're like, oh, if you want to like upload a kind of a low quality file, well, it's going to sound low quality. You're missing mm-hmm. some of that information. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. the same deal. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are we what are we going to talk about on episode fifty? We've, we've told everybody the new name, so hopefully Tuesday next week. You will be turning in, tuning, tuning into the last best conversation. Welcome to the last best conversation. I like it. I, I really like it. Kind of sounds good. Yeah, and I think we need to smoke more cigars. Uh, that would make which, me sick. Which would just make one, right? <laughs> it's just like, like we one. haven't smoked any cigars. I probably have but one. I feel around. like it's like a cigar, coffee drinking, brandy having, sweater wearing name. Yeah, like it's hearty. Yeah. You know, manly. Yeah, you can talk about the things we talk about around a fire mm-hmm. or around a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Something that's burning. Mm-hmm. Like an oven, even. That's Yeah, fine. yeah. Well, uh, hopefully not burning, but like hot. On, on yeah, it's on, not yeah. off. Yeah, not off. Because we, we heat it up mm. around here. Ooh. We, Ooh, I like it. We, take, we talk about things that are provocative, and mm. we, don't, we, take, we take bulls by horns. And then we put them in headlocks. Yep. And then we hip throw them onto like harmless, funny jokes (laughs) that everyone likes. And everyone's like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) So when you mentioned barbecues, like I just think of like the the, um, stereotypical, you know, neighborhood or or work barbecue. And you got the one guy manning the grill. Mm -hmm. He's clearly the manliest. Yep. Or... Just, you know. Or the largest. By by default, he is the manliest. But he may not be the manliest. He's just, in that moment, he is because he's manning it. He's got the spatula. Yep. Right? He's got the knife. Yeah. He's checking for doneness mm-hmm. and, and um, keeping the fire down if it builds up because of grease, you know. Mm-hmm. But then everybody else kind of stands around the grill, you know. You give little nods. You take a sip of a beer or brandy. 
Um, ah, I see you're using salt and pepper. That's yeah. Nice, nice choice. And, and so you like, yeah, little comments like that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I haven't done it that way. Or have you tried this way? Have you tried pepper than salt? Yeah. <sighs> have Have you tried flipping them more than once? Or are you, are you a one flipper guy? I mean, right? Yeah. And then, and then the guy cooking, he's going to give you the little bit of facts that he has. And more than likely, he's going to pull out his hand and he's going to like poke different parts of it and say, this is how you, you check for doneness. This is how you check for doneness. Which is false, by the way. Like, that's not a good way to do it. But You should just check the temperature. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the easiest way. Yeah. <laughs> check the temperature. But like, he's going to go and, he's gonna be, he, and then he's going to touch your meat. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, with his bare finger. Yep, with his bare finger. You know, one of the things I dislike most about cooking shows hmm. um, is all this, like, the sweat. You know, like, and it's usually the best chefs, like the, the ones that are like, oh, man, this guy studied under so-and-so. Right. And then he opened up his, his own thingy in a so-and-so, so-and-so. You know that guy, right? Yeah. I know they're, exactly who you're talking they're about. They're always like, the food looks delicious, their food looks delicious, and then they cut to them like looking down at the food, you know, the headshot, and it's mm-hmm. like their face is like covered in like about to drop droplets of right. sweat. Right, and you know they just edited out the, the sweat dropping on the food. I know it. I was, yeah. like, I was like, there's no way there's not sweat dripping on that whatever so, moose so that I they're making. So I live down south... Um, it's gross. Starting in like second grade until seventh grade. So for about five years, I lived in uh, Aiken, South Carolina. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to say home of, but I want to say home of Waffle House. Okay. Okay. Waffle House is like dirty. It's and bad. so like I remember the first time going in there, and this is, you know, back when smoking was legal in every building. Okay. Um, and you'd walk in and every table, there's a smoker. Yep. And my mom and dad didn't smoke. So, you know, we're walking into this smoke filled area that you're not used to that smell. The cook is smoking. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were down at the end of the, the bar at a table and I look at the, the chef, the line cook. And my dad's like, um, he was impressed because at least at this Waffle House, he had no tickets up. Like they didn't write down your order at all. Uh-huh. The waitress just yelled. And so, like, you wanted two um, scrambled eggs. You know, she's like, I need two eggs and make them, make them nasty, you know, or whatever. Right. They have yeah. this like code uh-huh. and then the chef immediately like line cook, you know, and he starts scrambling your eggs like right there. Yeah. And so he was talking about how impressed he was at the skill of, of memory for this cook right. and, and how cool it is that they have like this code. All I could think about was he needs to ash that cigarette. I know nothing about <laughs> cigarettes, but like, it's still the same length. And most of it is ash. There's like yeah. two inches of ash on that cigarette that's right over my, you know, two eggs making them messy, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and. Those are my was, first memories of smoking as well. Like, I, I don't know who you, who it was. I just always remembering, I wish you would ash that. Don't, yeah. don't, don't let that do that. It's going to, it's going to fall like right on your pants. So, or something. so I started smoking. Um, I don't anymore, but I started smoking at, uh, 13 years old. I was 13. Um, Whoa. At, a, at a shack across from Belgrade High School. Mm-hmm. It was uh, in somebody's backyard, and they didn't use the, the this shed for anything. It was, like, ready to fall down, and all of the smokers would go over there, and they're the ones that befriended me, right? Mm-hmm. The smokers did. They want company. And so we go over there, and there was uh, the senior. Her name was Shannon. And Shannon sees me smoking. I'd been smoking for about a week now, so I'm seasoned vet. Right. You know? um, she sees me smoking, and she's like, are you even inhaling? 
Like she's judging me, mm-hmm. like, but whoa. she was one of those like definitely like forty year old, you know, like <laughs> smoking grandmas, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that just kept the cigarette in her mouth the whole time, never put it in her hand, you know. Oh yeah, and so the ash just like Ugh. like stayed there until it fell off from her like ridiculing my smoking method, right? Oh, my gosh, she's like are you even inhaling? And I was like, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. I know I'm I'm smoking this cigarette, you know, cigarettes on fire. And it's it's still going, uh-huh. and I'm sucking on it, you uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. But apparently, you know, and I learned this uh, that day. Mm-hmm. Um, she she then takes the one time I've seen her do it, takes a cigarette in her hand and takes a drag off of it, and then opens her mouth and then inhales. So I could see like the smoke like leave her mouth into her lungs, uh-huh. and then she blows out, and she's like, "That's what you need to do." And so I'm oh. like, "All right, all right." Here we go. You know, I'm going to yeah, try no, it. No problem. I got, I got my Marlboro light, uh-huh. you know, Marb light. Uh, you move up to reds once you get more experience, but it's I got true. this, I got this Marb light and, uh, I, I take a drag and I open my mouth just like she did. And I inhaled and immediately, Im- like, like no seconds passed. Yeah. Start like hacking up a lung. Oh yeah. Like just like, <laughs> but what came with that uh-huh. was what addicts everyone. So like I'm I'm coughing and hacking and can barely breathe, uh-huh. but I get a head rush. Oh yeah, yeah. And I get like the tingly sensation in my fingers, off of one drag off a cigarette. And I'm like, I should do this for the rest of my life. That was nice. As I'm like can't I can't <laughs> breathe, right? I can't talk. And everybody in the the shack is like making fun of me. Oh newbie! I don't know what they called it back then. It wasn't newbie, but mm-hmm. you know whatever they called me. You know, they were making fun of me, but I all I could think was, yeah, this is me. This is me for the rest of my life. This is what I do now. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is part of my personality. I'm glad you didn't end up working at a Waffle House. <clears throat> it's where my life was headed. Because um, I've eaten there before. And, like, you usually go there after drinking, mm-hmm. you know, as an adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, I need some food, and I would like to see it made, and I would like it to be of the breakfast nature. Yep. I wonder where it's open all night and will not judge me for stumbling in. Yep. Inebriated. Yep. Um, Waffle House yep. would do it. And so wh- there's no Waffle Houses in Montana. No. That I'm aware of. No, I don't no. think they cross the Mississippi, you know. But uh, no. Denny's, that's what the Montana version of it is. You don't get to see the cook. True. But just as dirty. When I was, when I first started doing it, we'd all go to um, the R&R. You ever been to the R&R Casino? They've got like a, I don't know what the name of the restaurant is in there. It's uh, something. I, I, I never know. In, in where? Sorry. Uh, the R&R Casino. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You never go in there, right? Okay, so I have actually a story about that, but mm-hmm. yes, yes. I can't remember the name of it. <sighs> right, Johnny's maybe? Billy's. Billy's R&R Casino. Jack's. What is it called? The Lounge. Is it something Lounge? Yeah, I think. Oh, Charlie's. Charlie's Lounge? Char- I think it's Charlie's Char- Angel's Lounge? Charlie Cortez lounge by so, gold. So you find a break, a place that serves breakfast all day that's open past two in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's one of them. R and R lounge right here in town. I, I think I've been there with you, probably after drinking. Yeah, that's probably where I learned to do. I learned it by watching you. Mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I remember then I I realized well that's where the place where you can meet all the musicians and the DJs that are also getting off there because the bars are closed and right. so they right. w- would like to get some food and they all kind of like gabbing with each other and so they all meet at a certain place. That was where also I signed um, an autograph as Brett Favre. Ooh, because people are drunk. Yeah, 
you know. Yeah, yeah. and you're clearly Brett Favre. Yeah, and it had been like the second time that day, and I was like, it will cost you a dollar, my friend, for <laughs> interrupting my breakfast. What did you What did you have in front of you? Because I'm always, I'm always interested, because that's what my story entails, is what I had when I went there. Oh, um, bacon and eggs um, with uh, sunny side up eggs, uh, probably English muffin and with butter, mm. uh, hash browns, and um, I like the green Tabasco. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sort of deal. Yeah. Uh, have you tried the Chipotle Tabasco? Some coffee. I have. I'm not a huge fan of the smokiness that they mm. add, you know? So I, I, I am. I really like it. It's mm-hmm. probably my favorite Tabasco. But my story at the R&R Charlie's Lounge was uh, went there one night after, after this is when I was selling cars. <sighs> you, you know, you get done selling cars, then everybody, typically on a, like a Friday or Saturday, you'd head out and go to CD bars. Yeah. And then we closed down the bar and then went to the R&R. Yep. And uh, played a little pool, maybe. I don't even know. Um, well, maybe. You, you couldn't. I don't know if you could have because the bar had to be closed at that point. But well, anyway. yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're only there for breakfast. That, right. And so, right. And so right. my, my, I just remember playing pool in there. It wasn't the same time, though. But I- anyway, um, I ordered the biscuits and gravy, mm-hmm. which, which at 2 in the morning is a good, like, you get those carbs. Yeah. You get the salt. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, the greasy pork you know mm-hmm. sausage mm-hmm. and so i'm like i'm i'm ready and they they have big plates in there you yep. know good servings and so it comes out and you can see like the the steam coming off the gravy I'm uh-huh. like oh it's hot too that's great uh-huh. and so i cut and the, the the cut into one of the biscuits with my fork you know sideways fork uh-huh. go in there and you're expecting this like semi fluffy mm-hmm. you know but it was it had a dense resistance like uh oh like uh mm. what it like would it be like play-doh yeah like play-doh mm-hmm. and so upon investigation i realized that they didn't cook the biscuits hey so it, like all <laughs> they, they won't did notice was like, like microwaved the frozen disc they of won't. dough <laughs> dude it was so gross yeah man so gross like they hadn't even put them in the oven because i'm sure like maybe they ran out or something right and they're like well how can we cook this frozen biscuit disc you know yeah. um Rather than coming back out to me and saying, hey, we can either like put this on toast <laughs> or you need to order something else. They're just like, no, just microwave that disc, dude. It'll yeah. be fine. Old Drunky McGee won't notice. Oh, I totally. I even tried to take a bite. <laughs> right? like, I knew. Like I maybe. knew what had happened. Nope. Not a good solution. Can't do it. Not a good solution. Oh, I kind of um, want to go back there, even though like I know they're unhealthy and it's what led to me gaining some weight back then. Right, 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 <laughs> right, I mean, right. You drink, that's a bunch of calories. Yep. And then right before you go to sleep, just put on a bunch of carbs and, and couple deliciousness. Thousand, a couple yeah. thousand if you can. Calories. Yeah. All day's worth if you can, you know, because you've been doing Red Bulls and Marlboro Lights all day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then you got a drink and then you got to get all your calories. Oh my goodness. When you put it all together like that, it's just gross. Remember how we were? Oh, and, and like, what, what did you have for lunch? I'm a leaving a flipping gas station hot dog. Right? Yes, or corn or, dog, or a corn dog, or um, something from um, Taco Bell, right? Like some yep. kind of like taco or something. Just Sometimes I go back to that gas station just for those. Oh, okay, <laughs> just so, for those damn so I know dogs. the ga- I know the gas station. Oh, and the burritos. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. We would we would take special trips down to um, that one, which is uh, has um, the best fried chicken in town. Schultes. Schultes on Schultes. Okay, yep. so if you're in Great Falls. Eat all fried chicken or anything from a fryer 
get it at Schulte's. Yeah, and they're like you can find them in different gas stations, but this one has a big, this one nice is, display. Like, it is, it is beyond reproach. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what I'm saying. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, "Well, we founded Schulte's. That's our thing." I would be like, "Oh, well, that makes sense. Cool. Right. Like you right. guys are killing it." Yeah, yeah. So that, um, yeah, that's really good. I, I wanted to say we we need to kind of go back to the previous podcast. I meant the chicken, oh. not Schulte's. What's the name of the chicken? Chester's. Chester's. Ugh, I meant the founded Chester's. Yeah, I was a little dad. confused by yeah, that. Yeah. And I was like, it's okay. I get we, confused. We can just move on. I get we can just move on. You can edit yeah, me Chester's. out later. Chester's. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing any. I did get an email from somebody that said, hey, uh, checked out your podcast, and we liked the one with James uh, Bielcheck. Yeah. Um, my organization um, does all post-editing to take it off your plate. For, for a charge. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, little do you know, we do no post editing. <laughs> I have no plate. None. For what, what you guys are <laughs> listening to right now, I'm not talking to Joe, I'm talking to our listeners right now. What you guys are listening to is exactly what we record. Um, in 50 episodes, to include this one, hopefully Joe doesn't say anything just to make me wrong, yeah. but um, including this one, <laughs> the most we've taken out is eight seconds. And if you, if you listen to the podcast, I'm not going to tell you which one it was, but if you listen to that podcast, the first two hours it was out, so for between 5 and 7 a.m., you would have heard an extra eight seconds that no one else has. Whoa. But I, I immediately, I was asked by, by our guest to take out eight seconds of it, and I did. And we are gracious. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, it, it's actually one of my favorite podcasts. I'm glad we're not mentioning it because now everybody's thinking it's theirs. Yeah. Except for the people that are like, wait, I didn't ask him to edit anything out. They it all is know it's yours. not theirs. <laughs> it's but, the one uh, that you did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. In 50 episodes, we've only taken out eight seconds. I'm, I'm kind of proud of that fact. I like it. I, yeah. I also want to start um, doing post-editing so bad. Like just the volume thing. Oh, so yeah, we've had a few of them where I our guest. I don't want to take out what we say. I if, do want to adjust volumes. Right. If you plan on being a future guest, the microphone needs to be one to three inches max away from your mouth. Yeah. And then. And so we run into that problem and we'll like kind of like, hey, screwed, you know, we'll kind of like give people hand signals and then you just get certain ones that we just can't get the volume right and you, so i apologize you know I, I i keep forgetting and then remembering that i have on order those broadcast microphones mm-hmm. some people can just wear them on their head yep one day i mean that is a that is a huge thing we're dealing with right now that uh, that backup of storage containers and oh, from china right. yeah know? yeah i'm i'm almost thinking about buying them online you know just to get it done but so I've had that thought too. I've, uh, off air, we'll talk about it. We'll we'll just maybe we'll have ooh, four then. You know, two for us, two for them. Right. I mean, I'm cool with it if you want to do it. There's one podcast I haven't really listened to much, but he does. YouTube like tries to get me to listen to it, right? Yeah. And and he has them. And I've thought about messaging him and just saying like, "Where did you get those?" Because I want, I, I want, want those. Them. I, want I would just them. go with your Sweetwater Z's or your B and H. They have them. Yeah, B and H. I know has them. Most so we'll we'll look when after the podcast. Yeah, but I don't want to like take a sale away from our local guys because, by the way, I wanted to give them a shout out. Um, shout out, Todd. Todd's uh, because they did me a solid. They just they fixed my base, my little baby base. It was having some oh, problems. You got it fixed. Yeah, and it was, and they put some new uh, strings on it, and. As P bases go, um, I got the traditional flat wounds, they'll call them. And so anyways, sounds great. I was uh, play, I played it at a house party the other night, and the house party went great. It was really cool. To, it was really funny, actually. Because so I go to TC's house. You've been mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, we've got Dirt Wave playing over there. And I'm like, whoa, Dirt Wave's playing, bro. They're cool. You know, Kale. Um, oh, I'm blanking on everyone else. Oh, Chassie. You know what I mean? And then uh, Shayna. So I've never met other bass player, Shayna. And she is a, you know, I, I don't know if I want to guess how tall she is. Maybe like 5'2". Oh. She's a shorter person, yeah. you know. Um, maybe not 5'2". That sounds so short. Maybe like five, my, my wife is 5'3". If that mm, helps you at all. Yeah, so she's like 5'3 or 4". One of those. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, she's playing a full-size bass. Mm-hmm. She's the bass player in their three-piece. And I'm like listening. I'm like, man, these guys are rocking. And then I get out there, and I have basically what's half of the size of her <laughs> of instrument. Her bass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I asked her to play it, and I, uh, I I can tell she's having some fun on it, you know, jamming around on it. And I was like, "Oh man, I got a convert, you know. This is she's gonna she's gonna fall in love with my baby bass." And I asked her about it. And she's like, "Oh no, I can't play this thing. This is <laughs> it's basically a toy." Yeah, uh, that's a kid. It's like messing me up that it's so close together. You know, I'm just used to this larger, yeah, this yeah. more adult thing that a professional would. Use. She didn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what she was insinuating. No, but it was fun. Betwixt yeah. the lines that she was saying, mm. you got the undertones. I had to read betwixt the lines. Um. So so Todd's. Yeah, Todd's. Thanks for. Thanks for helping me out with that bass. I'm so happy that I, in fact, am going to. Um, I was I was going to just throw the bass away because I get very emotional when things don't work. Mm. You know, I'm like, this is a piece of crap. Then yeah. that I will, yeah. I don't want to look at anymore. Right. But I slept on it and I searched around for a, a, another bass. Probably was uncomfortable. To, yeah, I slept on the bass. Yeah, I didn't do that. I slept on my decision to replace okay. the bass okay. to upgrade it to yep. something else, and the price to do that is not something I want to invest in. So the next best thing is, is now that I've decided I love to play this little thing and it plays fine and it sounds good, I'm going to upgrade little things on it. Like you, you know, like on a gun, you can upgrade right. like the scope and all that kind of yeah, stuff. It's yeah. so I want to do like three different things and I'm going to spend, um, let's see if I could, the base is $179 brand new and I'm thinking about spending, uh, let's see, about $80 for the pickups. About another hundred ish, I think, for a bridge, and then I don't know for the tuners, maybe another. So about three hundred dollars. I'm I'm going to like double the price of the base by putting stuff into it, but I'm not going to actually increase the worth of the base. <laughs> right. Kind of right. like um, like people do with their Honda Civics. Or yeah, I was going to say like a muscle car guy. Right. I'm like a muscle right. car guy now. Yeah. You know, I'm and like so I'm like just going to really soup it like up. you really like your 1990s Honda Civic, so you're going to put the fin on the back, which does nothing for the value of it. So I'm gonna, oh, that reminds I'm going to put a new pick guard on it too, just to snazzy it up. Well, I was going to ask like are you thinking like what I would want to do? Uh-huh. And I'm not a musician, but what I would want to do is a custom paint job. So I would want something maybe. that's like 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 Joe Ryan. It, you know, it says your name on there. It something, has a cool graphic, something sparkly, even yeah, or or like like unicorns and and glitter. You've given me such a good idea. I've never even considered because I've seen before on YouTube people do this sort of thing. Well, they'll yeah. strip a, a a cheaper instrument and then they'll put their own custom cool paint job on it. I don't right. I don't know how to paint job myself, but I know a guy. That knows a guy, mm. Michael. I think his last name is Sturis, Sturiston, Sturison. He did a, a custom job of one of my. Uh, he did like a pinstriping thing. One of my old guitars that I no longer, sadly, have. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. 
but I, maybe I'll call him up because he does custom, uh, like everything. Custom, oh, you have a Harley or an old Roadster or Hot Rod or whatever. He'll custom paint your, your helmet. And I think he even sponsors or runs the um, local, one of the local Hot Rod shows. I can't, I mean, there's probably more than one, but. Yeah. There's there's also another guy we worked with um, that does uh, body work on cars, painting a lot. Um Oh, he's done the work on one of mine. I got hail damage on a vehicle, and I brought it to him. Um, I don't remember his Lonnie, man. Lonnie, Lane, Lenny. Was he in the mechanical department? Nope. He sold cars for a while, and Lonnie. then he left to open his own body shop. Huh. Man alive, I can't think of it. Send me his info. I'll see what he would charge me on the tiny, on a baby So base. now even if I think of his name, I won't say it because I want to say he also got a mail order bride. Mm. Well, I mean, there's no I was, shame. I was hoping that that would bring like to mind who it was. No, I, I, I know a few people that have done that, but I just, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. It doesn't bring it. But now all I can think about is um, spray painting my black baby base like some sort of sparkly pink. Dude, you you need so what is what is the animal that's on your fridge? The mythical animal. Oh, the bunny corn. Yes, you need the bunny corn on it on the pit guard. Yep. Because there's a there's companies that will you just send them a picture and then they'll just kind of it's like a piece of plastic they just print it out. Yeah. Send it to you. Not too much money. I could have the bunny corn. Bunny corn, you know, get some good colors on it, and then just match the guitar to the colors of the, of the bunny corn. Oh yeah, good thinking. Oh yeah, I'm I'm in on this. I'm all all the way in. Yeah, and it's I'm thinking about besides I don't know how much a paint job would cost, but the rest of it, I mean, it's not too much. That's the fun thing, you know, is mm-hmm. to get like a professional new instrument. I would have to. Sp- I mean, not have to, but I well, want. I want to spend one like a I, thousand. I was going to say the one I saw that you were interested in in Bozeman was eighteen hundred. Mm, I still like that one. Yeah, it's it's so cool. It looks like you know the Beatles bass guitar that uh, that guy Paul McCartney used. It's the mm. violin bass. They look so cool and vintage. Yeah, and it, it's, it's a cool bass. And they're short scale, which is um, it's a good thing for me. Shorter, you know, so I can not have to reach. Man. Yeah. Anyways, you're, well, and you're used to it. You know, I'm very you're used, used to it you're now. used to that size. Um, I want to I want to say uh, the the last podcast we mentioned that the um, American barbarians aren't listeners. I want I I didn't get a message. I want so they didn't listen to you calling them out so hard. Right. So we called them out. <laughs> yeah. But you remember who else we called out that I said will definitely respond. Oh yes, I remember. And he, so I also got a message. So on Tuesday <laughs> it was a late download upload, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And so it didn't upload until 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. By 9, I'm telling you, by 9, I had a response from Sean Welty. Whoa. Like, that dude, it's almost like we need to get him a t-shirt. I like That says, guy. like, number one, number one listener. But I also have to give another shout out because my buddy, uh, Steven, he also sent me a comment. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to read it to you. Okay, okay so okay. He, he sent me a text. <sighs> Microphone's blocking my face, so my phone wouldn't open up. Hang on. That's okay. I'll okay. even, I'll even do. I'll say that Melanie is. Uh, she waits, and she, she knows, and she's excited for them to come out. Right. Even, yeah. even when we're like, even. <laughs> Even when we're like um, kind of arguing, you know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes yeah. we're not like always 100% happy. She's yeah. still interested in the podcast. 
Well, I think, yeah, arguments like, can be exciting sometimes. That's so nice of her. You know, she's like, it's like that just tells me that the product is good. And she's like, <laughs> right, right. So, so Steven sent me a picture that he said, I almost sent you this picture with my work computer. And it, it's, the picture is te- of text where he, uh, he apparently Googled and uh, it's, it starts out by saying, cocaine hydrochloride is a white crystalline powder that ranges from 20 to 30 per quarter gram. And so it starts going through prices. Oh. And so I kind of read this and then like down in the bottom where it actually caught my eye, the first thing I read was meth- methamphetamine is a volatile oily liquid made up from a f- amphetamine used in a crystalline hydrochloride. And so it starts talking about like meth. Uh-huh. And so he's, he sends that and he says, I almost used this on my um, work computer. And I said, what, like, like posted it? What do you mean? I thought he was just being funny, you uh-huh. know? And he's like, I almost put all this drug stuff on my work computer. He said, "Well, I searched for it, and I said, do you are you looking for meth? Like, what what is your problem here?'" Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we said, "It's from your podcast." Yeah. And so then, like, my mind is going. I'm like, "What did we talk about on the podcast that he's like looking this stuff up?" And so I said, "What did we say? This is not ringing a bell to me." Uh-huh. And he's like, "You asked how much is an eight ball cost?" And immediately <laughs> it hit me then, right? Because like, oh, I yeah. I had shouted out that you were like an eight ball. Um, is what you gave as a, uh, payment for your branding. Uh-huh. And so I remember this and I had said an eight ball was 800, but then later I came back and I said, you know, I <laughs> might've missed, I might've misquoted that. So in this picture, it says that an eight ball costs 300. It's only 300. It's only 300. So any of you looking for an eight ball of Coke, um, you just need 300 bucks. Oh, that makes sense. When a group of guys are like, Hey, let's get an eight ball for this weekend. They're only talking about 300 bucks. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he said, and also when you have a dozen kids in a church van for 10, 11 days, they really start to stink. Oh, that's true. And so, so he also gets up there with Sean Welty and, and our listeners along with your wife. And so we've got, some, we've got some listeners out there that are interacting. We appreciate it. We appreciate the messages. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. And I just wanted to kind of backtrack a little bit because I also have to tell a story too, but I don't know if there's more we, need, we want to talk about before I go into the story of Humpty Niles. Nope. So you're ready. I'm ready for the story of Humpty Niles. Okay, so I want to I want to treat this as if you didn't listen to the last podcast. If you did go or if you didn't go back and listen, it'll be it'll be a great listen for you. But I, uh, Joe was talking about changing his last name, which reminded me of one of my youth students I had as a youth pastor who changed legally changed his middle name. This story takes place before the legal change, but we all were aware that he wanted to change his middle name to Humpty it's like a hyphenated Humpty Niles for uh-huh. his middle name. So we go on this trip. And the, the trip consists of leaving northeastern Montana, which is practically Canada, practically North Dakota, right? Mm-hmm. It's way up there where Glasgow is. We hop in a church van and we head across North Dakota. We go into Minnesota. Uh, we stay in St. Cloud, Minnesota. We go into Wisconsin and we stay with the Budkeys, who, um, who harvest their, their like real syrup. Well, the best syrup I've ever had in my life. Did you know that syrup isn't like, like when you get like a Mrs. Buttersworth and it pours out all nice and slow, kind of like honey almost. Uh-huh. That's not real. Oh, um, r- real syrup is like, well, it, dep- it depends on the tree and that the year and the, the harvest and whatever. It's like almost the consistency of like milk, like a little bit, little bit more than, than water, but it's very liquidy um, and, and more sweet. It's, it's crazy. So anyway, we go to Wisconsin, then we go to Ohio. From Ohio, we're heading down to go see, did you know that they did a, they have a whole remake of Noah's Ark? 
and uh, what they consider to be actual size. Huh. And so that's in, that's in Kentucky, and you can go see Noah's Ark. We're not going to get into the theology of Noah's Ark, but okay. you, you get to walk through this. It's, it's huge. This boat is huge. And it, you, you walk through and do a tour of you know, the animals they think that were on there and how it happened. And the idea of it is to make you think that like, this is something that could really happen. And again, okay. we're not getting into the theology. I know a guy, right? Okay. Um, and so um, after that, the only place I could find to stay near this Noah's Ark, I couldn't get a hold of any churches. Um, we stayed at a wedding venue. Um, they just so happened to have uh, uh, the upstairs of this house that was available for us to to rent, to stay in. And so I'm like, all right, well, we've been rent-free. You know, we've been staying in churches most of the way or people's houses. And so we're going we're gonna to stay in this wedding venue in Kentucky. Beautiful area. Like, like the grass is pristine. You just want to, like, lay in it. Mm-hmm. Right and and have a picnic. That's yeah. what you think. Well, that night it's it's raining a little bit when we show up. We get there and we just have the upstairs, and this is like it had to have been this this house had to have been made in like the eighteen hundreds, um, maybe late eighteen hundreds. And they've all they've done is kind of like just kept it together. Right, it's not a bad place, but you can tell like it is old. The floor squeaks. It's all made of wood. There's no like synthetic anything. It Uh almost seems like the oven is that old too. Right. Right. And so the way this place was made up is, is you, you walk up these stairs to get to your upstairs, you know, little Airbnb rental area. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was two doors. One led straight into the bathroom. And then the next door led into the, the, Oh wait, 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 I could be wrong. doesn't matter. What I want to say is there's a bathroom on the end. Mm-hmm. There's only one, and we have a dozen of us, male and female mix. Ugh. And then the bathroom goes into the kitchen, which then went into the main living quarters, and then two rooms. And so it's like kind of an L shape, the main living quarters being the corner of the L. Okay. And then I'm, I'm really excited at, at um, describing things for listeners that aren't able to watch all of my hand motions I'm doing for you, Joe. Yes. So <laughs> we decide that I'm going to be... In the so, if you follow this L around the corner, I'm gonna be in in the first room, mm-hmm. and then the girls are gonna be in the next room, and then the guys are gonna stay in the main living quarters. So we're separating the girls and guys, and they have to like go through my room. There's no hallway or anything. Like goes through the room. They have to go through my room to, in order to, you know, if they wanted to make purple, that's what youth pastors call it, um, taking blue and pink. And if they wanted to make purple, they're going to have to, like, come through my room. Gotcha. I'm a hard sleeper. Not a good move, right? Like, they could have. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, Like, they could have. Yeah. Anyway, we're all sitting. We, we get settled in, and it's a small place. And, uh, you know, now everybody's got to use the bathroom. We've got to cook dinner. The bathroom and the dinner are all kind of happening relatively the same room, right? Um, yeah, it was a... People got to take showers. And so we're, we're doing showers. We're doing bathroom. We're doing... Um, cooking dinner and uh I, I think it was after dinner we're all just kind of sitting around making jokes and and chilling in the main quarters and we can barely fit in there but we're all in there and then uh we did this game where uh i think they call it like the chair game i can't remember exactly how it works but it, it takes a little bit of physical effort and we took four guys and they all sit on each other's laps in kind of the, a square uh-huh. And you have to like then lift your hands off the ground and all stay up while you're in a sitting position. It's a weird thing. Uh-huh. They did that and then they fall over. And I haven't said his first name, so I'm really trying not to. Humpty, 
Uh-huh. Middle name, Humpty Niles. Humpty gets up, runs to the bathroom. Okay. Backtracking, we know as the adults on the trip that he has not gone number two the entire trip. Hmm. So I, I'm, I'm building this up, right? Like we, we've been through North Dakota, Minnesota, uh-huh. Wisconsin, Ohio. We're six, seven days into this. Uh-huh. He hasn't gone number two. And we've eaten some food. Okay. All right. We, we assume, I give eyes, uh, the, the other adult leader, her name was Amy. Um, shout out Amy. Uh, give eyes to her. Everybody kind of knows now. Trevor's pooping. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I just said his first name. <laughs> Trevor's pooping. It's out now. Jeez. I'm not editing it. Trevor's pooping. <laughs> um, and so anyway, he's, he's, he's going into the bathroom. And he, the, we hear the shower start. I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's trying to like accomplish two things at once, okay. right? Shower start. He's in there for 20 solid minutes. Okay. Toileting and showering, we're assuming. Finally, we adults don't want to walk in on him. So we, we, we send, I can't remember who we sent, but we sent one of the other kids, equal age. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, there's no lock on the door. You can just walk in. Um, can you, can you check, can you check on Humpty? And he, he opens the door and Trevor is in the fetal position with the shower running on the phone with his mom. Oh, <laughs> he's clothed. He's clothed. All right. I don't want the wrong picture here. The shower's running cause he wants people to think he's in the shower and he's on the phone with his mom. Uh-huh. Emotional. Okay. okay. And so the kid, I, I want to say it was Eli came back into the living room and he's trying to be discreet you know he's not like shouting this and he's just like hey he's there's something going on like there's something wrong and i want to say that this house has not been updated plumbing in the 18 whatever Uh whenever plumbing was invented those are the pipes that are in this house Ah. the diameter of the exit for the toilet is probably an inch and a half Mm -hmm. it's not very big to get your number twos out of the building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the other boys hear that he's having troubles and they want to go console. So now there's like four or five dudes in the bathroom consoling with Humpty. They are laughing. He is yelling and they come back out and they said his, his poos won't go down the toilet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and one of the kids says, I need my phone. Somebody please get me my phone. We have to take a picture of this. <laughs> so there is a picture that exists oh my. of what we then called Dumpty. Ah. So this is how it plays into his name. Mm-hmm. We called it Dumpty. Dumpty was the size of a squirrel. My goodness. Or, or maybe a, a gopher. Uh-huh. Um, a small baguette. Okay. It, he's flushed now like 30 times and it will not go anywhere. Like it's not going to. The diameter of it is probably three inches. And he's not thought of like just breaking it up with a stick. So he's, a li- <laughs> he's, he's also a little bit of a germaphobe. I'm okay, so like, okay. you know, a little bit of germaphobe. So what the guys, so the girls are not allowed in. Like that, now all that Humpty is doing is blocking the girls from getting into the bathroom. Like you cannot come in. Like that would be embarrassing, right? But like, like everybody's there. And so the girls are trying to like peek in. The boys are in there. They're trying to devise a plan of what to do. I'm just sitting there. I, I now just want to watch this play out. 
Okay. Um, so what the boys determine is they're going to go out to the church van and they're going to grab the first aid kit. They grab said first aid kit, bring it in, and pull out the rubber gloves. <sighs> then they empty Jeez. out the donut hole container. You know when you buy the big donut holes? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably 12 inch by 12 inch, yeah. you know, plastic container. They fill that with paper towels, and now they are going to they're going to get dumpty out of the toilet and put it in said container container. Oh my god. <clears throat> this all happens pretty quickly. They run out to the church van, you know, get the keys from me, run out to the church van, get the first aid kit, bring it in, put the gloves on. They're moving. They got guys, they're they're like working through this problem. So they've got guys emptying out the donut holes container, wall, someone's grabbing the gloves. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I think I think Humpty was the one that had to do it. And so he put the gloves on. Um, as he's grabbing Dumpty, it slips yeah. and, and splashes Dumpty water. <laughs> and then he finally gets it into the donut hole container. And the next thing I see from the, the living room area is Humpty running with Dumpty outside. And all the boys are following behind him. And he's trying to like stay ahead. And he's just running outside. I'm like, what are they going to do with this poo? Yeah. And so this pristine wedding area has Uh a little wooded area. Okay. And so he runs across the street in the rain to the wooded area and yagas everything. The container, the paper towels, and his new, newly born Dumpty. Okay. And yagas it out there. And that's the story of Humpty Dumpty and how he (laughs) didn't want to go down the toilet. Um, we then like spent a very long time making jokes because we're, you know, we're like, you know, so Trevor for the rest of the trip, maybe we could stop somewhere and get a onesie, mm-hmm. you know, for your new baby. Gosh. Um, you know, like all of the talk as, as high school aged people would do, oh, I yeah. got to be, a, I got to be a part of that as a 30 something year old. And, um, it, it I, I can say to this day, it ranks in the top three funniest moments of my life. Watching teenagers try to bring a gopher-sized poop out of the toilet. Because it had to be solved. It's not like we could just leave it there. Like, other people needed to use the bathroom. Uh Uh-huh. And so that's the story of of Humpty Dumpty. That is um, truly terrifying. (laughs) It confirms most of what I know about church groups. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i would say all of the uh stereotypes are true yeah Um, uh, stinky mm -hmm. um immature kind of immature yep (laughs) yep absolutely um gosh yeah don't don't let them around they're they're not they're not really they shouldn't be allowed around like finer things (laughs) right and so that was my concern in reserving this i'm like we're gonna have to pay some kind of deposit by the time we leave yeah these kids are gonna mess things up yeah and so i I would say it was a good 45 minutes after that and and he it's funny because he is like a a very he can be a very self-conscious person you know Uh and and also like that's why he's on the phone with his mom is he's like panicking that people are going to find out yeah like what like what happened and he's like facetiming with her i don't know if he actually like showed her the toilet or anything but he's like facetiming and he's just like mom i don't know what to do but when we did the whole joking around part he handled it very well like and he was a really good sport i mean what else can you do besides like you know be mad and lock yourself up in a room 
that you're going to have to share with people anyway. I mean, that's what most people do, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so he handled it really well. But uh, that's the story of Humpty Dumpty. I appreciate all of you listening in for it. I wish we would have had maybe some sound effects prepared or something, but but it was good. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That was a good sound effect. (laughs) Now, if I do any post-editing, it'll just to be pulled that out so we can put it on our soundboard. Oh, yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. So that was um, a thrill ride. I'm glad. You know, we got poor Kentucky wedding venue. What was the name of the venue? Oh, I want to find it now. Yeah, I just have to I see. I want to find it. So you you talk about stuff, and I'm going to try to find this thing. The wedding venues. Um, they're cool and kind of chintzy in Las Vegas, but they're very, very easy to work with. Down in that neck of the woods, though, Kentucky, Arkansas, there's like chapels in the woods. There's like things that are like amazing, natural. I don't know, like if you ever wanted to get like married next to a waterfall. So I, that's, I guess that's kind of why I wanted to get into um, wedding business because I wanted to go and just hang out at these fancy places and play music and eat fancy hors d'oeuvres or whatever. They, but they, it, I mean, the business itself is just kind of really terrible. <laughs> it's mostly because of the people that you have to work with. right (laughs) it's mostly because of the customers most like most businesses um the business would be amazing if it weren't for the customers you know that's like half the problem (laughs) um do you think you have people here that you've done a wedding for that are listening oh i hope so um and i loved it by the way it was like my it was magical you weren't you weren't part of the problem (laughs) Unless you're listening and you were part of the problem, then you know what you did. I mean, did you? Was it really worth it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's nobody. Oh, I can't find it. Just annoying when you're. It's like, it's like. Let's see, let's see. Oh, I got it. Like, what if um, you could only go hunting, but every time you went hunting, um, the the hunt itself, the plan, and everything in it, down to the type of ammo that you were going to use was going to be up to someone who had never, ever been hunting before and had only seen uh, hunters on Instagram. Mm. I'd be like, Ugh. I mean, is there enough money in the world? Ugh. On the Ugh. other hand, if you wanted to give me a million dollars and have me play like a little Fisher Price ukulele and sing songs about trolls, <laughs> I probably would. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. What am I... <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm just a regular guy that wants to eat a few extra high-priced steaks, you know, every now and again. <laughs> right, right. I, I, so I couldn't, I couldn't find the name of the venue. Um, Amy, if you are listening, send me the name of that venue. I want to, I want to know what it was. Yeah, and we'll give it a fun nickname. Yeah, when we go visit it, take pictures of the wooded grove across the street. So we, one of the jokes was that we could come back years later, and uh, it would still be there, or there'd be like a tree. Right, right. a six-year-old tree that's just how did this get the fertilizer to grow Uh. (laughs) right yeah and so we we just assumed that it would all still kind of be out in that wooded area somewhere yeah and you know i had the thought you know you you have that thought that like the paper and the the plastic it's definitely littering and somebody needed to go pick that up he said as he threw it he saw you know the paper towels fly Mm -hmm. the the plastic fly and then dumpty you know, fly beyond 
yeah. because of his weight and an aerodynamicness. Yeah. It, it flew further. Um, and so we could have probably picked up all that stuff. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. That's like, that's not my problem. Yeah. And then like, how does somebody that hasn't gone in s- seven days, like, how do you, how do you not scream when that happens? Oh, I don't know. Ugh. I can't, like he didn't, there was no noises coming out of there. We'll have to figure out where he's at and get him on the podcast. I mean, oh, I know, hey. I know right where he's at. Him and I, uh, we, we stay in contact. How are you doing? How? Yeah. <laughs> and, and how did that happen? <laughs> Can you relive that trauma with us? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I had the thoughts that I was kind of preparing to tell the story and I couldn't, when I told you that there was a nickname associated with what had happened uh-huh. because of his middle name, I knew that I couldn't remember what we called the baby that came out of him. Um, and so I was, I was thinking on it, trying to remember, and I finally did. It makes sense, Humpty Dumpty. Um, but we, then we named it Dumpty. And I was thinking, man, it would be good to have Trevor on. Yeah, Humpty's and, Dumpty. Yeah, <laughs> and, and get him on and, and to, to at least give his side. You know, there might be something I'm missing. Yeah. But to ask him, you know, what's it like as a male to give birth? Mm-hmm. Because I haven't gone through that. Have you ever been, you know, that backed up? Probably, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know I haven't. That's yeah. something I would remember. MREs are a thing, man. Yeah. And maybe just it's like, you know, they say that, you know, when uh, when a mom sees their kid trapped under a, a car, they can lift the car. You know, maybe it's a moment like that. We just get this superhuman strength to, to push. <sighs> You're grossing me out. <laughs> <laughs> I suffered through that story. And now you just wanna... <laughs> I just want to keep, keep going. Keep going. You know, and it doesn't, it, with the sweater you're wearing today, mm-hmm. which by the way is, is pimping. Thank you. I don't know the right word. Dapper. It's a dapper sweater. Thank is that you. the right word? Like dapper is okay. Sure. Yeah. So dapper. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look like this is what you'd be talking about with that sweater on. No. We should be talking about fine scotches mm-hmm. and places that we've golfed. Yeah. And the next Jaguar we're about to lease. Yep. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or Jagu- yeah. Jaguar. Yeah. Which is, maybe that's why people confuse you for Brett Favre. Some, I, you know, yeah, maybe. I some I have to like um, dress a certain way and have a certain um, style to be allowed to play in finer places, I think. That's what I think. And maybe it doesn't work, but I'm, I'm a person that dresses and then sees how people treat me you know and mm-hmm. then i notice when you dress up a little this or that way people treat you like oh this guy must be important when it's not true i'm just well and i, t- I told you that uh i wore a suit and tie to oh we gotta we gotta end yeah we gotta end i wore a suit and tie to the fights mm-hmm. this will be a short podcast for episode 50 but i gotta i gotta get cars to the, get an oil change mm-hmm. so that's what i gotta do but uh anyway people did treat me different and every, everybody said, like, oh, you look really nice. And so then last night I had a dinner to go to as well uh, with a large gathering of people. And, yeah, I wore the same thing because I'm excited. You know, I got a, I got a sport coat and a tie. And it, it works well with jeans. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can be, like, you know, business on top, party down below, you know. That's right. And, and that's how I, I – but everybody, I got compliments from a bunch of people. Like one person like stopped me from talking and said, "Hey, I'm gonna forget, but like you look really nice." Yeah, people, I was like, well, "Thank you." That's what they say when they're like 
they want to tell you that you look like crap every other time they see you. <laughs> right. They're like, eh, I'm not going to say that. That's yeah. too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then when they see you like trying, like, oh, I, I, have, I have to, to say I something. I have to give him a I treat need right now. I need to, to reward this behavior. I need to encourage him yeah. so I see this more. Okay. Like, like you do with dogs and you're training them. Oh, good job going potty outside because you've that's been right. like mad at them every time they've gone inside. That's right. That's what's happening. Yeah, that's what's us. happening. So we are dogs. Normally you're pooping inside. Right now you're doing what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Yep. So like like wearing um, a coat and looking dapper is like pooping inside. <laughs> no, it's like pooping outside. Oh, I meant in a toilet or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Okay, so we should end though, but let's end with um. Oh, oh, you, you got it. You got it. Listen. Okay, so I'm excited about this, and 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 Joe brought his trumpet today, and as so as he's preparing, I want to say, um, I really like. I don't know if he did this on purpose. But today we hit our goal of 50 episodes. And this is a big goal. And Joe had set the, the uh, uh, side goal. Um, uh, what is it called when you're in the video games and you're doing a, another mission, a side mission, right? He had set a side mission of learning to play the trumpet. And so he brought his trumpet today. And before we hit record, we just wanted to see how well it would sound. And um, I'm excited because both goals are being hit at 50. I know I've set other goals, and we're just going to ignore that I haven't done any of mine. I'm excited for Joe's. One, one caveat is it's tough to play when it's cold, and we're out in the garage right now, and so it's tough to play when it's cold. So he may need to warm it up a little bit. But I want you all to be ready and, and ears open for Joe playing. I think you're going to play taps. He's going to play taps for us. So I'm going to mute my microphone so it's only coming into one. And here we go. amazing thank you thank you everybody i just wanted to uh, make good on one of the things that we did in the spirit of getting after our first podcast if yeah, you want to yeah. do that thing because i still um i still want to play taps uh, and once i get it like you see a little smoother like and the cool thing is is i guess so my goal was I wanted to be able to donate time and play taps, you know, right. for veterans' funerals. And I feel like um, before I didn't know how to play a trumpet, and I really wanted to. And so this this whole journey has allowed me to learn something I'm really interested in. And um, now I at least have the tools to not only get to my goal of donating my time in a way that makes me feel really good. Um, I also now have this new cool instrument that I can continue playing and hopefully one day, you know, add to any sort of band or project that, or any sort of recording thing that I want to do. So that's where I am with that one. Um, the getting in shape thing I've, I've had to alter, but I'm still after, you know, so I'm no longer 
kind of going to the gym as much, or I'm not sure if I'll ever go back <laughs> to that particular gym. Um, not that anything bad about that gym. I, maybe I'll try them out again later on. But what I noticed is, is uh, with their workouts, I would just get so beat down that I didn't have enough energy to get anything else done. And that never sort of subsided for me. And so I was like, well, what do I do? And so I took a couple weeks off, let knees and shoulders and joints kind of heal a little bit and started to work out with my 50 pound kettlebell and kind of do an all over workout with swings and some lifts, uh, squats and some deadlifts and, um, some where you, where you jerk it up and put it in a rack, you know, on both sides for more of the dynamic, um, workout. And I got my pull-up bar out and I found a doorway that it actually works in. So I've got this, I've been working out. I've been feeling a lot better. My muscles are getting bigger. My stomach is getting smaller. And, uh, once I get to maybe a another level of fitness and, and endurance. I'll, maybe I'll try again with that gym and maybe I can get through those. But for right now, my particular physiology, I think, because I don't really know anything, I'm not an expert, but what I'm noticing is I like working out, doing slow movements. I do swings and a few little lifts with uh, lighter weights. I, I never go anywhere near um, uh, where you can't do it anymore. Failure. I don't failure. go anywhere near fail failure, and I always give myself a day off in between. So mm -hmm. that right now is like making me feel good. So I'm I'm still kind of continuing, and so I wanted to say that when you have goals and you set them, it's okay when you're like, well, I don't know that I can get to where I wanted to get doing ex doing it exactly the way that I had in mind, but don't let that get you down. You know, just just notice what maybe isn't working for you, but still continue on trying to move in the direction of improvement. So that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm maybe not maybe not sticking with the gym in the way that I wanted to, but I'm sticking with the um, direction of getting better in shape. And so I wish we didn't have to end, but uh, I mm. wanted I wanted to ask: Have you played a similar instrument to the trumpet before, uh, oh, brass of some sort? So you haven't like that that mouthpiece and the way that you're. Is new to you. Very new. It was okay. the most alien thing. Holy and, crap. And then this is another way that we're different. Um, so this month in December, the, the, the challenge I'm doing, if you follow me on Instagram at all, you, you kind of know, but I'm, I'm working out every day in December and shooting my bow. Yeah, chub challenge. And so when you're talking about I, I, I don't go to muscle failure and I take a day off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm completely opposite. I go yeah. to muscle failure every single day yep. and I work out every single day. Yes. And so it's just a difference. That's what I want to say for me and not yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. You, know, you just it, notice yeah. what works and for so, you. Yeah. I think what's more important is not like doing it the same way as someone else. What's more mm -hmm. important is if you're making progress and, and, and you've figured out the way you can do that, mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. I, I always wanted to, to get into, you know, losing weight and getting healthy based on someone else's meal plan and workout yeah. plan and everything else. And until I owned it, it didn't work. Right. And now that I own it, um, you know, and, and the December challenge is somebody else's idea, but like I, I commit to it and I do it my way mm -hmm. inside the parameters of just working out every day and shooting my bow. Um, I've just found my way to do it. And, mm -hmm. and, um, I appreciate the way that, that you've found to do it, mm -hmm. um, to, to stay motivated. And, and I like that. Okay, cool. Uh, thank you for playing for us, Joe. I appreciate that. Thank you all for listening. Uh, episode 50. If you are out there and you've heard us uh, now 50 times say, leave us a review on Apple iTunes. Can you listen this time? <laughs> we've, we've hit 50 and we still only have 10 reviews. So I'm talking to all of you out there that we, we called out that you're great listeners. Specifically, Sean. 
Stephen, Melody. Like, let's uh, let's get there. All right. And I appreciate the time. Any of any of you, any of you else that want to be called out on the show, like, just message Joe and I. Give us a reaction to today's podcast. We'll we'll air it out. We'll prop you up. That's right. We'll talk oh, about it. And a, and a quick shout out to Melanie. I should have done this before, but I'm wearing these new awesome jeans. Oh, we'll take pictures. The so. jeans are so cool. I'm wearing so these, cool. and she handmade them for me, and they're yeah. they're like so hip right now. Yeah, it, yeah. people are gonna start wearing them, and like I got the handmade ones. So I, I had the idea that we we get leather patches made with with our new logo on it. Hey, that's cool. And so like where the Levi would be on on Levi jeans, we put uh-huh. our patch, and she Ooh. just makes those. We sell them for like six hundred bucks a pop. Bam, because they're they're worth that. Those are amazing. They yeah. fit me perfectly. Shout it's out. weird. Like, there was a it was a great way to. Oh yeah, they're they're super cool. So yeah, look on our Instagram for pictures of them. They'll be up tomorrow. Uh, love you guys. I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll, we'll see, see you next show. show.